This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This issue of stats can, you know, Canada seeming to be a little drunk on power these days. You know, they first of all got our private banking information. Now we learn in 2019 they're going to be getting very personal information. Never asked before. They're focusing in on gender issues. And they make it very, very clear that you have to answer it. And so much so that they've invoked this um, little known and a very little used power in the Statistics Canada Act that declares that the pilot census next year is a, quote, mandatory request for info. So you'll get in trouble if you don't do it. It's very heavy-handed. Um, I just got to know, what privacy are we entitled to anymore? Let's ask someone. And Kavukian, of course, on these issues, it drives her crazy. She is a distinguished expert in residency, uh, as well as three-time privacy commissioner, and she joins us now. And am I imagining things or has stats can somehow become, uh, you know, far more entitled than they should be? Uh, that's a very good conclusion, Alex. It's um, appalling to me that they're going to be demanding information from the public on sensitive issues, uh, sex and gender and things of that nature, and that this is somehow going to be mandatory. And if you don't uh, complete uh, the form, then uh, you can be fined up to $500. Last time I looked, we lived in a free and open society. That just doesn't sound like that to me. Okay. I mean, it, they, they've made a point of making sure that people know that this is mandatory. It's so much so that they've invoked this very kind of rare power, um, which yes. declares, you know, that you've got to do this. I mean, this is, is that not a bit heavy handed? It's very heavy-handed, and I think we need to review the entire Stats Canada model of being able to impose such draconian requirements on people and force them to complete information that they don't want to complete. Remember, this is a clear invasion of privacy uh, because you have to submit this information in identifiable form, meaning your name has to be attached to it. Why is that? That's what I think we need to review from the bottom up. Well, exactly. I mean, if I don't want to tell Stats Canada what I do in the bedroom or what yeah. what's under my clothing, I don't think I should have to. I think it would put someone who maybe is very private about this in a very compromising position. I mean, if someone hasn't come out or, you know, they yeah. do this in the privacy of their own home, you know, essentially you're forcing them, bullying them to, to declare oh. something that is clearly none of their business. It is appalling. And, and you put it very well. It is none of their business. And it certainly is not their business if you're required to identify yourself. You know, I would maybe consider another model where you could uh, submit this information anonymously in a de-identified manner or something. All of this would have to be, you know, discussed. But to to demand people to submit this kind of information when they don't want to, and it's a clear invasion of privacy, I think is appalling. This is the kind of thing that Stephen Harper um, hated, the overreach of StatsCan, yeah. which he felt was, uh, you know, an, an abuse of power. And Justin Trudeau, of course, ran on it and, and gave them this far-reaching, you know, kind of free reign of power once he was elected, because as he sees it, their, you know, their work is so important. But do you get the sense that they are uh, abusing this? In my view, they are. It is uh, far too big a reach into very sensitive areas of one's life. And people don't want to do it. So to force 
people, for citizens of Canada to complete this information against their will? Against, I mean, wh- where do we live? I, this, this doesn't sound like a democracy to me, like a free and open society where you get to make decisions relating to what information you want to reveal. You see, privacy is all about control, personal mm-hmm. control relating to the use and disclosure of your personal information. You're the one who's supposed to decide whether you want to part with this information or not. There's no way the government should be forcing you to do this. No, but, you know, this has been a year where Statistics Canada, um, you know, was also taking our banking information without yeah. our knowledge, so much so that, you know, had, had David Aiken not broken the story, none of us would be, uh, you know, aware of this. And, and essentially, inevitably, they had to walk that back, but exactly. it continues. Well, I'm hoping they walk this back because, as you said, I'm very grateful to David Aiken for bringing that out. And there was such a sense of outrage on the part of everyone that their banking information was going to be collected. Are you kidding me? So they pulled that back. This is just as sensitive to many people in terms of sex and gender and other information relating to that. So it is my sincere hope that they walk this back. And then I would call upon Justin Trudeau to do a complete review of the authority for Stats Canada to engage in this kind of um, demanding of information from citizens who don't want to give it. I get the fact that, you know, Stats Can will collect data so that, you know, we understand, you know, if, if you've got a house, how many toilets, you know, so they can service the water in the area the, for, for infrastructure use in that. What on earth would they need to know, you know, gender issues uh, as far as Stats Canada? Like, what would that be needed for? I have no idea. And again, all of that information, like the houses and and all that stuff, that can also be collected in de-identified form, meaning they don't know, they don't have to know that it's Anne Kabukian who's living at this house with so many toilets or whatever. Mm. They don't need to know that. Are we at the point now, as we move into 2019, that we should just expect that our privacy is no longer? I mean, I I get that millennials are a little more casual about it. They seem more Uh, eager to share it, but... So, so two, two things. First of all, it's a myth that millennials and young people don't care about privacy. Dana Boyd at New York University has done a lot of research on this. They do care. It looks very different than what you and I, who are employed and might have finances, um, look like. But they care deeply about privacy. So it's a myth they don't care. And it's also a myth that because it's 2019 coming up, we have to give up on privacy. Au contraire, in the European Union, there's a new law that has just come into effect this year called the General Data Protection Regulation that elevates privacy dramatically. And countries all around the world, including our own, are looking at updating our privacy laws so that we can achieve adequacy with the new EU law. So stay tuned. Privacy is going to get stronger next year. Do you think there'll be a pushback? No. Well, I mean, there's always a pushback, but there is such a uh, demand for privacy. I have never seen public opinion polls like Pew Internet Research, etc. Mm-hmm. in the 90 percentile for concern for privacy, 92 percent very concerned about the loss of control over their personal information. That is Anne Kavukian joining us, and we will uh, continue follow, follow this. Of course, it's uh, right before the holidays. See if anyone remembers in the new year and then ratchet up the pressure. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.